Welcome to Why Are You Adulting, episode four, From Sink to Swim. Coming to New York is a steep learning curve for a lot of people. It's really sink or swim, and when I first came here, I definitely feel like I sank. In this episode, I'm gonna talk about what I learned from nearly drowning, and what kind of things I do now to keep myself afloat. So when I came to New York City, I was 23 years old, and I had a lot of good things going for me and a lot of bad things going for me. I came here and immediately got a bunch of jobs because I had a lot of skills and experiences on my resume from an internship I just did down in Florida. Um, that helped me get a lot of jobs really quickly. Um, I had a good network. I had people that I'd worked with in Florida um, from Ringling College, so I had done student films with them. I had my fellow peers that I had interned with in Florida. I had people that I'd worked with, like professional actors who were based in New York City, who were great mentors to me to point me in the right direction. But I was also really young and stupid, and I had a lot of things working against me. Um, and I would have to say, like, if, if there's any way to sum it all up, the thing that was really working against me the most is what's called a scarcity mindset. And essentially, what that means is someone who is afraid. And how it applies to this story particularly was, for example, I was always looking for the uh, cheapest apartment possible, and I was looking for the cheapest groceries possible, and um, I wasn't willing to pay for any classes or headshots. I wanted everything for free. I just wanted to make money doing acting and to get my career going. And in hindsight, I kind of laugh at that mindset. Like, I understand why I thought that way. Like, a lot of people think that way. We're, we're kind of brought up to think that way. But if becoming an actor is the same as winning the lottery, like, percentage-wise, I'm sure that the statistics are exactly the same. Like, the chances are pretty low either way. But a scarcity mindset means that you're going to spend the littlest amount of money and get, like, one ticket. Whereas you could be spending your money on multiple tickets. You know, like you might as well spend as much money as you have and as much resources as you have to get as many tickets as you have to set yourself up for success. Otherwise, why would you just spend the littlest amount of money at all to win the lottery when your chances are very, very low? It's almost as like you don't actually believe that you're going to win. What that literally did to me was in finding the cheapest possible apartment, I was out in the middle of bed very far away from everything. So going to auditions was hard because it was hard to be on time because the trains were late a lot or I'd be really tired by the time I got there. Um, and the worst of all, like the apartment building that I was living in, the mailbox was broken. So a lot of the checks that I had went missing in the mail. And that leads us to point number two of what caused my failure. I couldn't stay on top of my bills. At the time, I didn't have a credit card and losing all these checks in the mail made it impossible for me to stay on top of my bills because... In like a full-time position, you get paid every two weeks. But freelancing, you might work a gig and then you get paid 30, 40 days after you work that. And so my bills don't care that I haven't gotten my check yet. They're, they're always going to come every month at the same time. So um, if one of them went missing, if all of them went missing, which actually happened to me one month, like all of them went missing at once, I'm screwed. And so I couldn't stay on top of my bills. My savings went out the window very quickly. And um, the other big problem is that related to my scarcity mindset, I didn't know how to pitch. I didn't know how to properly look for jobs. Back then, I was just looking for anything that paid money. And honestly, like that's 
that kind of mindset where you're just looking for anything, that's how you get into porn. And I did get offered roles like that. And I turned them down because I knew from the get go, like, that's not the direction I want to go with my career. But because I was so focused on just anything that pays money, I wasn't looking for things that I was the right fit for. I was just looking for anything that was willing to take me because they just needed a body. I didn't actually earn any roles, really. I just kind of found things that were willing to hire somebody and I was at the right place at the right time. And I think that's what so many of us do when we come to these cities. We're just like, I want to be an actor, so somebody take me. I'm an actor. And we don't actually find what we're right for. If you say, I want to find uh, someone who needs an actor, like me, for example, I'm a tall, goofy guy. And like, if I was specifically came to the city saying, I want to find projects that need a tall, goofy guy, I would have been much more likely to find a better role for myself. But instead, I was just like, I'm here, someone take me, someone took me. (laughs) And then that's how you get taken advantage of. And so that scarcity mindset, this fear that you're not good enough for what you're really after is what was holding me back and what was actually leading me to the demise that I ran into. Because what ended up happening is because I was losing all my savings, because I wasn't finding any of these good roles, because I was in this cheap apartment where the checks were missing, my roommates weren't paying the utilities, I was fucked. I was completely and totally fucked. And I did not know what to do with myself. So um, I came back to Delaware for with my parents. I said, you know, I'm out of here. This, this apartment didn't work out. And um, I took what was left of my savings and uh, ended up finding a new place. I you know, came back to New York. I invested a little bit more money per month to get a place that had a mailbox and it had working electricity and heat. And I uh, found a full-time job because I was worried I was going to lose my health insurance because of our current president and his campaign promises. Um, and I know like a lot of actors say like, well, you have to do whatever it takes to, you know, suffer for your art. Okay. But like, I can't survive without electricity because I need something to keep my insulin cold. And I don't think that anyone should be willing to literally like put their lives in danger just so that they can survive in a city. Like, you know, if you need to take a break, if you need to, you know, take a contract job for a month so you can save up some money and then go back and try again. And it's exactly what I did. But I mean, I was still in this very much in this scarcity mindset, like, oh my God, uh, the world is falling apart around me. I have nothing to do to keep myself afloat. So I found a raft, so to speak. I'm like, I'm I'm drowning in the ocean and I grabbed a raft, which is a full-time job. Um, They offered a salary that was much lower than the average and uh, this was not a place that um, I was happy working at. This was not a typical work environment. And um, uh, it ended up not working out in the end. But at the time, I was just very grateful to be able to catch my breath financially. And um, when I was at this job, it, it was, uh, you know, 40 hours a week full time. But of course, you know, it became 50 hours and then it became 60 hours and the expectations kept on getting higher and higher about, you know, being in the office and whatnot, that it just really became my life. And I was there all the time. But, um, I, on this, I had like an hour and a half on the subway every day, um, to read. And I read a lot of books about, um, creating abundance and, and, you know, the dangers of a scarcity mindset. I read books like rich dad, poor dad. I'd read think and grow rich and, uh, the richest man in Babylon. And all these books talked about, this scarcity versus abundance mindset and how 
basically, if you want to be successful in business, yes, you have to be financially smart. You can't just go out and get drinks with your friends every night um, and expect that to get you any return on your investment. You know, if you want to make money, you do have to spend money. You have to invest in quality, uh, good things in order to make success possible. So by getting this other apartment that had electricity and a mailbox and it was a little bit closer to the city, I was setting myself up for more success than I was when I was living in Bed-Stuy in the cheapest place possible. You know, I wasn't stretching myself. I wasn't getting anything extravagant. Although if I could afford that, I would probably do that for myself and I'd probably make it even easier for myself to succeed because then I'd be comfortable. But you have to work with what you have. And I think that it's all about finding a balance between investing your money wisely um, and being willing to risk your money and being willing to risk, um, being willing to take smart risks. And that's ultimately the difference between now and then when it comes to like my mindset and stuff like that. Um, now I am a full-time freelancer and that all came about because the lifeboat that I was on was sinking. And um, thank God that I spent all this time studying how to become a freelancer and looking over my mistakes and figuring out what it is I did wrong that by the time that the year was over and by the time that so long story short, the whole department was outsourced to Fiverr. They no longer needed somebody to do all the video production stuff that I was doing for them. So I was let go. Um, but by the time that they did that, I was ready. And um, I was ready to start swimming again because I had started freelancing on the side and I had been reading all these books and studying all these classes. I had invested in them. I actually paid money to to learn things and I spent a lot of time doing it too. And that was all very, very helpful for me. And it ultimately was what enabled me to start swimming as soon as that boat had sunk. So I started working with clients full time. I started um, selling on my eBay store. I started reapplying for acting roles again. And it felt great to be able to swim again. And it feels great to be able to swim again. And now my greatest fear is... Um, Sometimes my greatest fear is running out of money, but also my greatest fear is that I'm going to go back to going in some full-time position that I hate because I, you know, succumbing to my fears again. So I think that I could have started a lot of the things that I, like I could have started an eBay store a long time ago. It ended up being very little risk for very high reward. You know, just taking things in my house and trying to sell them, trying to figure out how does that work? I could have done that in high school, you know? And because like it didn't start, it didn't really cost me anything to start my eBay store. And by the time I was ready to upgrade the store to, um, you know, upgrade my profile on eBay to an actual store subscription, I paid like 50 bucks and I ended up making $10,000 in sales. So is it worth it to pay $50 if you're going to turn around and turn that into 10,000? Absolutely. I started flipping things. Is it worth it to spend $25 if you can turn that into 115 selling a RCA camera that you got at some government supply store? Yeah. Hell yeah, it's worth it. And these are the kind of smart risks that I began taking. I, I became fascinated by it. Like I would buy things at Goodwill for a dollar and then sell them for $10 and, you know, buy a CD for 50 cents and sell it for 13 bucks. And yeah, those aren't really huge profit margins, but you know, you got to start somewhere. And I could have started this a long time ago, but I'm glad I started it when I did. I'm glad I started it at all. You know, some people never start because if you're always stuck in that scarcity mindset, if you're always like, I got to do the cheapest thing possible, or I got to make as much money as possible, 
it's never going to get your momentum going anywhere. So that's what it's all about, really. It's about having a good mindset that you have enough to make a smart investment. You have enough to get started somehow. And whatever your goals are, you can start working towards them, you know? So that's basically it. I mean, the main difference between when I was failing and now when I'm able to just barely at least keep myself afloat is the mindset. I think it really is that abundance mindset. The scarcity mindset that I had before where I have to always get the cheapest thing possible was really holding me back in life because if you're always looking for the cheapest thing possible, even when you don't necessarily need it, that means that you're in a scarcity mindset and you're you're going to get yourself stuck in scarcity because you're always thinking about that. You're not thinking that's even possible to be successful. So, you know, being willing and able to take smart risks, I think is the biggest difference between now and then. If you're if you want to swim, you have to constantly be making smart risks and you have to constantly be moving yourself forward. And if you're not willing to take those risks, you're never going to move forward. So what kind of smart risks are you taking? What kind of things are you doing to follow your dreams? Let me know in the comments below because I want to know why are you adulting?